Hello, all of you beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Adoption Adventures. So, on episode three of You Asked, I'm Answering, um, we had. I'm kind of working my way through, as you can uh, as you can see, I'm working my way through all of the different requests. We had one from Mrs. Sutt, who followed us on Instagram, and wanted to know about. Um, sort of when you get your first letters back or any letters back from birth family or any form of contact, how how do we go about broaching this? How do we start that conversation? How do we sort of start that ball rolling of you know having that conversation with our little ones and saying, right, I've got a letter. I think that this is a it's a great subject, great topic, and I think it, it feeds into a lot of anxiety that a lot of us have. It's those, certainly those first moments of, you know, you've been on training, you've listened to what's going to happen, and you prep yourself ready, geared up, ready for what could happen, how it can happen. You obviously want to do the best that you can possibly do, and you work your absolute hardest to make sure that how you present this is in the, the right way. Um, you then start to worry, you know, is this letter going to have any triggers in it for the child or for you? Um, how is everyone going to feel? What's going to happen afterwards? It's a lot in there to, to digest and to think about. Um, first and foremost, I would say... 90% of the time, you're building it up to be something much bigger than what it's going to be. Um, I think I think it's fair to say. Uh, kids are about seven trillion times better at any of this than we are. We overthink, we stress, we overanalyze, we assume that something's going to have a trigger, something's going to be said, done, anything like that. And we start to assume that we have to prep ourselves and get ready for it. Of course, having prep and thinking about these things, of course, is very important. I'm not saying be blasé, but our kids are, well... They're a lot more resilient than us. They're a lot better at this than we are. So what I would say to that effect is, first of all, stop stressing, okay? Whatever happens, happens. But if you are stressing about it, our kids are going to see it. They're going to pick up on that vibe, and they're going to see that you have some sort of anxiety about it. That's then going to make them feel like they're supposed to have a different reaction, or maybe they can't feel the way that they want to feel or have they got to please us first all of those things so actually a situation that might not cause them anxiety could end up causing them anxiety because of our own <laughs> so relax a little bit um what i would say is open that letter read the letter get comfortable with the words that are used Get comfortable with the language that's being used. Talk within your support network about how this letter has made you feel. And really digest that. 
and go, right, okay, do, do you feel angry about some of the things that were said? Do you feel happy? Did, did the letter say things that you weren't expecting it to say? Go through it, break it down for yourself so as you can really truly grasp how you actually feel about this letter. When you've got a good handle on that, you'll then know how you want to be presenting to your children. What I would say is it's their letter, not yours. So you might not like some of the content. You might think, oh, do you know what? I really wish that we weren't doing this. It, it's, it is their letter. So if you've told post-adoption that you're happy with it, then it's time for you to hand it over. If you're finding that there are certain parts within the letter that really make you uncomfortable, get in touch with post-adoption. Speak with them and say, right, um, birth mother has talked about some of these early memories and that doesn't quite add up with what was going on in the life storybook. I'm thinking this could actually be a trigger for our child. Would you mind asking her if she could just rewrite that aspect? That's, that's their role. That is how they can support you. Obviously, they cannot change history. They can't rewrite history. But they can help everyone to manage that contact a lot better. If the birth parent are aware that there's a problem, if they are aware that you've got a struggle with particular language, or let's just say, you know, I think we've mentioned in the past, let's just say that they're saying, sort of signing their name off as Mummy X, and you're like, mm, no, I'm not comfortable with that. In, in our home, you're only known as mum or by tummy mummy, any, any variation. If you've got a different term and different language that you want to be using, go back and let them know because you're going to be fighting that battle constantly and they might not know that there's a problem. Okay, So if you've got any issues with the letter in the first instance, go back to post-adoption. Talk to them. If they're coming back to you and saying, if you're looking at this letter and going, yeah, do you know what, it's, it's fine. I'm worried that it might cause some sort of trigger with my child or children, but the content is fine. Like I say, at that point, that becomes the child's letter. And it's our responsibility to bear the weight of that and bear the strain of that and say, do you know what, we've had a letter come through. And what I would say and what we try to do and continue to try to do is to actually get excited about that. Get excited about the letter that's come through. Get our children excited about it. Because there are many, many, many stories within contact that you will hear where um, letterbox is in place, but the birth parents aren't in a position to be able to do it. As a result, there are many, 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 many children who aren't getting those letters. Now, initially, and I won't judge you for feeling like this. Initially, you might think, oh, I think I prefer that because, you know, it makes life a lot easier. I do not hold any judgment against you. If you've thought that, continue to think that, will forever think that. But I genuinely believe, and we've talked a lot about context, so I won't sort of go all the way back to that, but I genuinely believe the more time and energy that we can commit to this, the more we get out of our contact, the better it works out for our kids. So for our kids, the ones that are having that constant contact, 
the evidence is there that it's better for them. They are they are able to establish what's going on in their their world. So embrace it. And like I say, we get excited about it. I remember that first time that we got the letter. We was like, "Oh, little dude, got some really good news. We've got a letter come through today. It's come through from from your mum." Now, little dude, being little dude and being incredibly avoidant, he was like, "Okay, thank you," and left it there. And we was like, "Okay, do you want to read it?" <laughs> um, and he said, "No, do you know what? I actually don't." I'm just going to go off and play. Now for him, um, I imagine internally, his mind was going all over the place and he was racing. But at that moment, he was letting us know he was not ready to open that letter. So he said to me, hey, do you know what? I'm wondering if this is actually just a little bit too too much for you. Um, I tell you what, we're going to put that letter. It's in this envelope so nobody else can open it. It's It's on this side right here. So it's available for you. And he said, like, okay, fine. Now, it stayed on that side for a week. Um, and over the course of that week, not every single day, but over the course of that week, we would say to him, oh, don't forget, you, you have got your letter, should you want to open it? He's like, yeah, I don't want to. Now, at the end of that week, I found that I was, I, I was getting more anxious that he wouldn't open it. Um, and it was becoming sort of, this ticking time bomb and perhaps he was actually kind of making it into something that it definitely wasn't um i almost um sort of for me reflected and for those of you that have seen the movies i've read the books it, it reminded me of a howler from harry potter the longer you leave it the louder and more ferocious it's becoming and it's becoming like this ticking time bomb and it's dangerous and nobody wants to open it over after a bit of time. That is exactly how I was seeing this letter. The longer we waited, the scarier the letter became. And I felt like it was becoming more and more scary for little dude. So what we did, we decided at the end of the week, um, dad and I said, do you know what? you're going to have to open this letter. Let's let's read it together. And we sat down um, and we read the letter together. And the first letter he opened and he read. And as he finished, he turned to us and was like, yep, okay, I've read that now. Okay, great. Um, any Any sort of feelings on it? Any any thoughts at all? He's like, well, not that emotional, is it? <laughs> well, no, but they don't, don't have to be emotional letters. He's like, yeah, but you know, it's not that big a deal, is it? He's like, uh, yeah, sure, maybe not. He's like, okay, can I go play now? Now, what I think he was saying was, I, I'd built this up in my head that it was going to be this great big sort of dramatical moment, and then it really, really wasn't. Um, so I don't know what the problem was here, but I'm pleased that I've read that, 
but it didn't have an emotional reaction um, that I thought it might have. From there on in, whenever we got a letter, we would say, hey, we've got the letter. And again, the same thing would happen again. He would he would push it back and not sort of try to um, open that letter, read that letter, until we said to him, no, it's time to read it. Then we got to the stage where he was like, I just don't want to read them. Um, and he then asked if we would read them to him. So we started to do that. Um, and he paid a bit more attention when we were reading them and then moved into showing that he was not even that bothered about those times either. When we talked to him about it, he said, look, I just don't really enjoy going through those letters. It doesn't bring me much pleasure. Um, I don't really get it. I'm pleased that I've got them. Um, for him... He said that he was pleased that he received those letters because every time he received a letter, it reminded him or confirmed for him that his mum was still alive. But for him, that was the only benefit that he had at the time from those letters. We as adults will always create bigger um, sort of bigger things, bigger dramas around these um, moments than our children do. What we need to do is we need to meet them, meet their emotions, and understand that for some of our children, they really need those letters. For other children, they really need them but can't tell us. For other children, it's it's really important that they have them but they can't read them. There's going to be so many variations. But like I say, the most important thing here is never hide anything because that's when it becomes the howler. If you get this letter and you're just not sure if they're ready to read it and you decide that you're just going to keep it in the cupboard just for a little bit and you'll decide when to give it to them, I guarantee you'll push yourself to never give it. And then they might find it. And then how do you explain it? What do you do in that situation? That's when it gets really, really dangerous. The whole subject of when to tell, what to tell, how to tell, petrifying, absolutely petrifying. But again, it's made worse by us. It's made worse by us assuming the worst, stressing about the worst, knowing our children and knowing their triggers, knowing some of the stresses and knowing some of the things that could trigger them. That makes it all the worse because we stress and worry about all of these things and we really need not to. So advice and guidance on how to talk to our kids when those letters arrive. My advice and guidance is be positive, be upbeat, read the letter first, make sure you're comfortable with it, then get really excited and let, let your children know. We've had a letter through from, from your mum, um, Let's, let's open them, let's read it together. They might not want to, and that's okay. They might be feeling some split loyalty to that point because what happens if they read that letter and they really like it? Does that mean that they don't like you? And you and I both know that that's not the case. <laughs> but they don't know that. It doesn't matter how long they've been with you, that's a 
very, very viable emotion that they're going to feel. So we need to carry that for them and we need to not add any burden for them. We need to make them feel so super comfortable about talking about these things so they can just relax and let us know how they're feeling. Okay. So, yeah, that's my advice. Open letter, make sure you're comfortable with it. Then sit down with your children and get excited about it. Don't make it a big deal. It's not, it's not the big deal that you think it's going to be. Same as their life storybook, don't, don't worry and stress about it. They might ask you a question. We've had so many, so many stories I've heard where a child will say, oh, uh, how much did I weigh when I was born? And you go, oh my goodness, this is it. They're asking those questions. You go, hey, let's get that life storybook. And you run over, you get it, and you feel all excited. And you go, well, you weighed this much. And like, Brilliant, thanks. See you later. And that's it. They're done. They've ticked that box. They've got the answer they were looking for. Sometimes that's all they need. But we need to make sure that they know that they can ask those questions and tick those boxes with us. Okay? So it can be stressful. It can cause all kinds of anxiety. And like I say, you've, you've, you've had so much training on what to expect and how to anticipate this, that, and the other. So you're, you're naturally assuming so much more will be happening. And you want to do it right. You are so desperate to do it right that you want to make sure that the setting is perfect. Our kids do not follow the rule book. They are absolute what's-its for not following the rule books and not following the guidance. Just relax. Um, see how they feel. See how they react. Go by their reaction. And then each time a new letter comes through, you'll then feel a lot more comfortable because you'll know what to expect. Okay, so give yourself a break um, and and give it a go. Okay, so that's uh, advice from me to you. Uh, hopefully it's helped um, and I shall catch up with you again next week.